<laughs> well, uh, now that we've sufficiently freaked you out, or maybe or not, not at all, freaked you out in a "what the fuck am I listening to" kind of way. It's two girls, hey. one ghost. It's us. It's Corinne and Sabrina. It's us. We're normal. Two girls, one ghost. It's Friday the thirteenth, which means it's a spooky day. It's a favorite day. So we're going to read a bunch of listener stories. Spooky ghost stories. From you guys, which means they're yeah. real. And there are real humans out there that experience some weird shit. Weird, real ghost shit. We cursed a lot in this opening. Sorry. It's Friday the 13th. No rules. No rules. Can I tell you a little bit about the day, Chris? Sure. I also tried to do a little bit of research, but... Clearly not as much as you, because all I did was Google Friday the 13th, and I saw it was just all the movie, so I quit. <laughs> but you tell me what you found, because you're better than me. Okay, I'm not. I'm not better than you, but I'll tell you what I okay, found. Okay, thank you. So, it's an unlucky day, mm -hmm. if you didn't know. Mm -hmm. And it occurs twice in the year 2017, and this today is the second time. The first was on January 13th. Starting off the year strong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta. So the fear of the number 13 has the scientific name, and I will totally butcher this, Triskaidiacophobia. I think I said that very wrong. Triskaidiacophobia. 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 Oh, sure. You make it sound great. Yeah, well, I was like major, so I can say <laughs> phobia at the end of words. Oh, yeah. You can make it sound really intelligent yep. and smart. So, the superstition surrounding this day may have arisen in the Middle Ages, originating from the story of Jesus' Last Supper and Crucifixion, in which there were 13 individuals present in the upper room on the 13th, which was a Thursday night before his death on Good Friday. Um, Friday was an unlucky day in med medieval times because it was also called Hangman's Day, which is when they would kill people, hang people. I have one thing to add about the number 13. I've heard in the past that the reason that hotels don't have the number 13 as a floor is because it's the service floor. So you can't go to floor 13 because it, that's where, like, the mm. maids and the cooks and everybody are. But I don't believe that explanation. So I'm wondering why they don't put the number 13. And also, how does that make any sense? Because just because you're labeling the 13th floor as floor 14 doesn't make it floor 14 well one of the other things i did look up is that it's estimated that 17 to 21 million people in the united states are affected by fear of this day which makes it the most feared day and date in history some people are so paralyzed by that fear that they avoid their normal routines in doing business taking flights or even getting out of bed so it's estimated that the u.s uh, loses about eight hundred to nine hundred million dollars in business on the Whoa. on Friday the thirteenth. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely am a superstitious person, but I don't go as far as not getting in my car. I think about it when I'm driving. I didn't ever have to think. I never thought I had to be afraid of getting into my car on Friday the thirteenth until now. Oh well, it's something that you should think about. So am I supposed to just email work Thursday night and be like, hey, tomorrow's Friday the 13th. Um, see you Monday. <laughs> yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's my plan now. I'm going to do it. 
And then I'll let you know how it goes. They let you go. And then that's why Friday the 13th is unlucky for you. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> so just don't do it. Go to work. Go to work. Everyone go to work. Um, but if something bad happens to you, we didn't tell you to do that. Just if you put positivity into the world, positive things will happen. So you have to will the world and wish it to be good. I love all of this positivity, Corinne, but can we get to scary stuff? I guess. I guess. I guess we can Ugh. scare you. Okay. I have an email to read. It is from – her name is Adana. Hello. I'm writing to tell you my personal ghost experience. We live just outside of a town called Eureka Springs, Arkansas. It's a beautiful, peaceful little town, and for lovers of the paranormal, it's a destination must. There are two major stays, one of them being the Crescent Hotel and one of them being the Basin Inn. I've stayed in both but only had a personal experience at the Basin. My husband and I went to Eureka for dinner one night a couple of years ago and got snowed in. Sounds like the start of a scary movie. Or a rom-com. Or a rom-com, yeah. But we decided just to make the best of it, and we decided to walk down to the basin and stay. We got some beer, went up to our room, and began to watch a movie. Now our room had a mini fridge, and as the hotel was built in 1905, the floors have settled and there's a bit of a slant. So we laid our beer in a parallel with the shelving grates in the fridge so the beer wouldn't come rolling out when we opened the door. And we went about our evening. We were by no means drunk as we had only been there for about 30 minutes, when as we were laying on the bed watching the movie, the fridge door flies open and three beer cans came flying out, hard enough to hit the end of our bed about halfway's width, about a hallway's width away, and go rolling across the room. We tried everything to explain this away logically, but nothing made sense, as even if one of the cans had managed to get itself turned sideways, it couldn't have done so with enough force to break the seal of the fridge and go cannonballing out at our bed. We've gone back for the past three years, staying in the same room, attempting to have another experience, but haven't seen or heard anything since. Next year, we're going to the Crescent Hotel, as its reputation is as the most haunted hotel in America, and I'm all about that. Thanks for your time, and keep creeping on, Adana. Adana's so brave. The fact that she's so brave willingly going and staying at haunted locations but the ghost did throw out three beers so i think it was saying hey you guys need new another beer and i want to join that's a very nice thought when you said number three i was immediately thinking about about um hanukkah-san oh the third stall. the third stall i've been avoiding it or Three three three. Sometimes people talk about three three three, like six six six. Yeah, that's a freaky number. Whatever it was, obviously it didn't intend to harm. It just wanted to let its presence be known, and it did so forcefully with beer. Here's a cold one. I have a story for you. Thanks. This woman wrote her full name, so I'm not quite sure how to abbreviate it. But I'll maybe just say just say first name, Michelle. Okay. Yeah. Hello, it's Michelle. Here are my two dreams and an experience I have had that terrified me the most. When I was 13 years old, I know, ironic, right? Oh my God, this is so perfect. I had a dream about a massive black truck running me over. The dream started with me walking in and walking out of a a convenience store. The manager and the employee ran out after me saying, you stole something over and over again. And as they screamed this, I was terrified of what they were going to do. 
Once they went back inside the store, I quickly crossed the street and a big black truck knocked me off my feet and pinned me to the ground. I screamed out for help and I was looking at my friend and a family member that was watching me. When I asked them to help, once again, they just walked away. How horrible. So sad. It was the most frightening feeling I have ever had. I had this dream several times when I was younger. So the recurring dreams that we've talked about Mm -hmm. before. Um One of those times made my whole body contort into an uncomfortable position. When I would try to get out of the position, my whole body would seize up and spring back into the position I was in before. I hate that so much. That sounds like some exorcist shit. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't like that. Can you stay in the frame, please? I don't like when you disappear. It scares me. Oh, sorry. Stay right here. I was was contorting because I felt uncomfortable. Stay here. We're uncomfortable. Here I am. I can see you. Okay, thank you. All right. Um, even more ironic, that was the same year that my mom and I had traveled to St. Augustine. That's the place in Florida where yeah. the pirate ghost is. Where your boyfriend. My boyfriend. Andrew Ransom. Andrew Ransom. He looks sexy with his hair pushed back. <laughs> Tell him he looks sexy. Okay. So even more ironic, that was the same year my mom and I tra- traveled to St. Augustine. We went to the lighthouse, and as I went up, a little over halfway up, something told me to look over the railing. As I did, I felt two hands pressed. Ag- whoa! As I did, I felt two hands press against my shoulder blades and tried to push me over. Worst part is that I was alone on that particular level of the lighthouse. The dream that I had last month was equally terrifying. I'm a very lucid dreamer which is rare, obviously, and people who never trained themselves to do so. The dream started with me being in a van with a group of documentary personnel doing a tidbit on demons and how strong they can be. When they opened the door to the van, the people pushed me out and quickly tossed, quickly closed the door after. While I was dazed and confused, several demons with blue and gray eyes, which didn't make sense to me at all, started attacking me. They were draining me of my life, energy, and blood, Knowing my knowledge of lucid dreaming, if you die in your dream, you can also die in the physical realm. I quickly woke up from that dream, then realized that I was stuck in the same position as I was in my dream, and I couldn't move for an estimated 20 minutes. After that, it took me about an hour to go back to sleep. I don't like how her body is moving. It's so and physical. Yeah, matching the positions. I really don't like that. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Oh my gosh. That's so scary. Dang, Michelle. This is like, it's not even, it's like recurring dreams actually being physically touched and potentially harmed by a ghost at the lighthouse. And then it's like sleep paralysis, like being stuck, but also being stuck in a position that's uncomfortable and contorted. Yeah. My body aches from that. <laughs> <laughs> Should I read another one? Yeah, let's just keep cranking them out. Okay. So next one. It's called – the subject line is Ghost Boy Haunting. Hello, Sabrina, Corinne, and fur babies. Or just one. Fur baby. Love the podcast and, of course, all things paranormal, supernatural, and just plain creepy. My story starts in September 2014. I was an innocent young lady of 23. Ha. Hey, we're Mm -hmm. innocent young ladies. And living with my boyfriend, now husband, in his old base housing duplex. Before I get into the haunting, let me give you a bit of the backstory. 
The house was built around the 1960s across from the the road from an Air Force base and used as a base or post housing to this day. The exact date of construction is not known because I'm a terrible sleuth and the homes we lived in were going to be demolished. LOL. So I never figured out if there were any deaths in or around the home. And honestly, I wasn't sure I wanted to know any of the deaths because that would have freaked me out even more. I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. We'd always had strange things happen in the house. The doors would slam shut and open on their own. We heard f- footsteps, the kitchen drawers and cabinets slam, growls from the laundry room while my cat was cuddled next to me. That and of does course, not sound like a good... No. Growls? That No. Oh, no. Why is my back turned to my room? That's demonic. And our kitten staring into nothingness and hissing at the air. On this particular night, I was sitting home alone while the husband worked a late 12-hour shift. I wasn't expecting him home until 10 or 11 p.m. In true New Mexico fashion, the last of the summer storms was rolling in on the horizon. You could see the giant storm clouds, hear the rumble of the deafening thunder, and the ghostly bluish-purple glow of lightning was present amongst this darkening sky. Now, mind you, after living in New Mexico for five years, I was quite used to these kinds of storms and thought nothing of it. I settled into the, I settled into the couch with my ice cream and blanket and turned on a show, Ghost Hunters. I was halfway through the first episode and the storm was fully raging outside when it happened. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw movement from the hall. I turned quickly, just in time to see a little boy running from the hall, across the front door and into the dining room. I saw him clear as day. He was wearing a white long sleeve shirt, had a bowl-style haircut, dark hair, and dark eyes. We had no kids at the time. I was home alone, and the doors were locked. Instead of cowering on the couch like a normal, insane person, I threw the blanket off me and ran into my kitchen to cut the little boy off. No. Of course. If he has dark eyes, you don't follow him. Hey, I have dark eyes. I do, too, but when she says dark eyes, I picture, like, blacked out. Black, yeah. I know. Not your poo brown eyes, Sabrina. Your chocolate. Chocolate, right? Ooh, this is getting weird. Okay. Okay. Of course, there was no one there. I spent the rest of the night searching the house. I found no trace of him. When my husband got home, I relayed the story, but he cut me off before I could describe my ghost boy because he believes we shouldn't mess with ghosts. In other words, he's a chicken shit and he knows it. (laughs) LOL. I'm a chicken shit then, too. (laughs) But you believe in it all. Yeah, but I'm also like, don't mess. Don't mess. But we talk about it, you know? We're don't like, mess with the best because the best don't mess. A month later, I go home to visit my mom and leave my husband home alone. On my third day away, he calls me around 11 p.m. He's freaking out on the other end of the line. Uh, the other end of the line. He'd just seen a little kid run from the dining room into the hall. I then stop him. I describe the little boy as I'd seen and ask if it sounded familiar. The silence on the other end told me everything. I came home that night. Besides those two separate encounters, we never saw the little boy again, but the haunting continued. As we got closer to demo day, the haunting became more physical. Blankets being tugged, whisper of ice-cold wind on the nape of your neck, and other physical occurrences happened in the home. To say I was glad when we moved is an understatement. Of course, we never realized the haunting would follow us to a brand new house. That's where she ends it. She just says, keep up the good work. Can't wait for more. Much love, Daniela. It Dude, followed not much them? love. You just said that this crazy active spirit that growls at you has followed you. That's not a haunting. That's a attachment. I'm so, there's so many questions I have. 
Because I wonder if there was more than one spirit and I'm there's like a kid that. and the growling one. But the kid might have just been a good spirit that attached to them and like felt happy with them. And the growling could have been a different entity. And why would you which I hope why would you blow on someone's neck? That's so scary. I don't know. The blanket's tugging. I'm gonna have to watch like Game of Thrones. I know you or look so scared nice. right now. I really am. Because Sorry, I left the frame again. Yeah, please stay where you are. Because it's also late at night. It's almost midnight, and it's reminding me of Dear David. I know, I really, really late. Uh, is Casey awake? Can you make her sleep no, with you? No, she's not. She's asleep. Well, mm-hmm. should we read, like, two more? <laughs> three more, and then call okay, it a night? And- okay, okay. And then Are I'm you gonna, okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm just probably going to have to watch Parks and Rec or, like, Kimmy Schmidt or something. Oh, that's a good, that's a good. I'm going to be up until, like. Definitely not 3 a.m. I have to fall asleep before no, 3 a.m. Yeah, don't say it that But way. I'm going to be awake until 1 a.m. watching nice things. <laughs> okay. This yeah. is called My Little Ghost Story from Allison. She said, hi, Corinne and Sabrina. My name is Allison, and I'm loving your podcast and look forward to more. My only personal ghost story is short, but I wanted to share it. When I was young, my family owned and lived in a bed and breakfast in a house that was very old. Super cool. That is really cool but also potential to be really scary. Oh, yeah. I think it was built in 1861, and it's in a small village. In the backyard, there's an actual grave, so it's kind of set up to be spooky. Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. I'm not sure who's buried there or how they died or anything, but I always thought it was pretty cool. One day when I was five, I was standing at the top of the stairs to my bedroom about to come down when I saw something at the bottom. There was a hazy white (laughs) figure or blob slowly floating past the bottom of the stairs. I couldn't make much out, but there was definitely something there. When it went out of view, I ran to the bottom and looked around, but nothing was there anymore. I called out to my parents, but everybody in the house was at the other end, far away. I don't know of any other strange experiences there, but it was a pretty neat old house, and I think about that sighting a lot. Thanks for reading, Allison. I'm just going to move and angle myself a little better. Okay. Because I, and I'm putting my feet up. I'm just everything. Get comfy. Yeah. I can't get comfortable. I'm scared. Take a deep breath. It's okay. It's okay. This is why I need a dog. Oh, I I meant to do my frankincense, and I still haven't. I'll light it when we get off. Okay. I'm going to read. Let's see. Ooh. Okay. One more. Two more, right? Okay. Okay. Hi, ladies. I just discovered your podcast, and I'm enjoying it. I'm a huge fan of all things paranormal and have a particular experience to share with you. In your last episode, you were discussing scary dreams, and I wanted to share one with you few episodes ago but Mm -hmm. um when i was in junior high my grandmother passed away she lived in mexico and i never saw her and had no real relationship with her i happened to have a chemistry test during the time of her funeral and was able to get out of going to mexico with the rest of the family probably a week or two later i had a very vivid nightmare of my grandma now a zombie skeleton scratching at our doors and windows of our house no telling telling me to let her in because she was angry with me for not going to her funeral. The only reason she was unable to get into the house was because my dad, a practicing Catholic and also very superstitious, has little crosses over each of the doorways in the entire house. Wait, so does this mean that she was an evil spirit? 
It was as if my grandma was evil and those crosses were barring her from getting in. It really stuck with me. And I think about it now and now, even though it happened about 13 years ago, she wasn't a very nice lady. Oh my gosh. Why did we pick out all these emails? We didn't plan this. No, we didn't at all. We're just randomly selecting. That's freaky. This is a freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. (laughs) It's even freaky. freaky. Oh my God. All right, let's just cry now. <laughs> oh, okay. Definitely not going to work. No. Um, just kidding. I have to. Okay. Um, oh, okay. It really stuck with me, and I think about it now, even though it happened about 13 years ago. She wasn't a very nice lady, and I think she deliberately passed away on my dad's birthday. Anyway, I have a lot of other experiences I would love to share, but don't want to monopolize your time. I did, however, buy some sage off Amazon like two weeks ago. Just in case. (laughs) Save your house and don't play with Ouija boards, Andrea. Wow. That's super freaky. I don't even know what to think of that. That's so scary. It reminds me of when we read Holly's story a few Mm. episodes ago when they were all staying in that house and the woman who had died there before was kind of like watching friend and everything and it just yeah the fact that someone can be nice in re- real life like when they're present and when they're alive and then in, in the afterlife maybe their soul wasn't well she said that, that she said that grandma was kind of mean they but weren't like, close yeah but like to a little kid maybe yeah but i wonder how the adults viewed viewed them yeah mm-hmm. oh, it's so so creepy yeah, that one of your relatives or one of your friends that you could just be like, oh, you know, they're just an asshole. That's their personality. But in the spirit world, they turn into something aggressive and demonic. It probably amplifies, too. And, like, also there's so many constructs and, like, rules and laws to our world that I wonder if in the afterlife there aren't any of those rules. And they're, like, released their inner beast. What do you think is going to come out of you? A cat? <laughs> I just spit everywhere. <laughs> it's my go-to answer for everything. Um, I like to think I have a good, happy soul. Mm-hmm. I think you do too. I think you are a cat. You even have sort of like cat eyes, you know. Oh my gosh, that's the nicest thing I've ever heard. You do though. They're like tilted. Wait, up do you a hear bit. who Pretty. came to visit? Come here. Oh hi, Leah. Come here, Lou. So sweet. She knew we were talking about cats. Didn't she you? knows her name. Your name is Cat. Like sometimes, I, sometimes I call her Chicken. Sometimes I call her Chunky. I my like Chunky Chicken. chicken. <laughs> You're my Chunky Chicken. It's super cute. What's not cute is this next story. Oh. So Phoebe's email title is Ghosts and Apparitions and Dreams. Oh my. Here are a few of my stories. When I was 10, my brother passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry. That is sad. The following summer after he died, my mom had gone back to school. I got mad at her for not making breakfast like she used to, and she told me that I was old enough to do it on my own. So I tried to make pancakes and managed to catch the burner on fire. It was a small fire that I was able to blow out. For as small of a fire, for as small as the fire was, it still filled the house with with smoke. 
We had a new puppy at the time as well, and I was worried about the smoke hurting her, so I put her outside. When I walked back inside, about 20 feet from me was the clear humanoid figure in the smoke. I froze and blinked my eyes a few times before it dissipated. Another time, just a few years ago, my husband and I got into a fight and I went to sleep in another bed. I was so angry that it took me a really long time to fall asleep. And when I did, I was awoken by something tucking me into bed. My husband was passed out. And as was our roommate at the time, each in their own bedrooms. My dad passed away last year after being sick for a long time. Oh, gosh, I feel so bad. She's had a lot of death in her immediate family. One night, a few months after he passed, I had a dream that I was at a friend's birthday party. and My dad showed up, except it was really him. I wanted to show him something on my phone, but it wasn't working. And he was getting agitated and didn't have enough time. And he didn't care about the phone. The way I felt afterwards, I knew it was really him and it wasn't just a dream. Dream him is very different. I still on occasion have dreams that my brother comes to visit me. Again, the feeling I have when I wake up is so different than a normal dream. It usually feels like I've just been punched in the gut with sadness. Oh. The video. Oh, she's the one that sent. Did you watch the video? No. Okay. Because I, I already responded to this email, uh, so I wasn't sure if you saw the video. Okay. I didn't. The video I am sending was taken at my parents' house about five years ago. I was playing with the cats and recording them because they were being cute. I was sitting in the hallway that doesn't have any windows. There's just two doors on either side of where I was sitting when filming. One was closed and the other one was open and is the bathroom door. There weren't any dust particles flying around or objects that could refract the light nearby. The orb starts at the top right-hand corner of the screen and goes towards the bathroom door. Sorry. I was going to rewatch it, but I'm not going to anymore. Not right yeah. now, no. There have been other little things that have happened here and there. A lot when my sister and I were angsty teenagers. I hope you enjoy, and I can't wait to hear more of your podcast. I love the historical hauntings. Warmest regards, Phoebe. Okay, so the video that I watched that she sent, it's just like a short clip. She just cut it down to just the part where the the orb is moving Uh and the way i was thinking about it i think it it is an orb because if it were dust particle it would just move kind of more in like a linear fashion or Mm -hmm. just kind of like you know how they like float around and have like a particular pattern or movement to them but this is like it keeps a steady speed and it it moves with intention it like swoops down it makes like a, a bell curve it's just like Oh. And, like, comes t- closer to the camera and off to the side. That's weird. Yeah. And the lighting's a little dark, too, in the hallway. Oh. So it's like, wouldn't you need way more light to see? Right, to see that? Yeah. It reminds me know. of the video that was posted the shadow person in the hallway. Oh, I did not like that. No, let's not talk about it. No, yeah, yeah, it's too late. Sorry for bringing it up. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, we hope you enjoyed your emails. Yes, thank you for sending them to us. Yeah. And Happy Friday the 13th. Yeah. Stay Please. inside. Mm-hmm. Stay safe. Always mm-hmm. trust your gut and your intuition. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't do a Ouija board today or ever. Absolutely not. Um, what other advice do we have, Corinne? Life advice? If you're going to eat cookies, you may as well eat 13 of them. Every day. Every day. Well, there's only 12 in a pack. 
Well, it depends what kind of cookies you're talking about. If you get like double stuffed Oreos, there's way more than 12 in a pack. Ooh, I just got the pumpkin JoJo's from Trader Joe's. Ooh, those are good. They're pretty good. There's not many left. <laughs> well, you had to eat 13 today. Mm-hmm. My, my phone is also at 13% at the moment. Oh, mine just went down at all. Oh, whew. What I don't else? know. Do I have any advice related to 13? I think it's just like, you know, don't believe in every superstition, but when it's something that's that's known to be unlucky, then it's just, even if you don't believe in it, I think it's good to just be aware of your surroundings and be a little bit more on guard. Yeah, like don't doesn't walk hurt under to be a ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, spell salt. don't break any mirrors. Oh, yeah, that's a bad one. So Brianna is very superstitious, and she there were a few things... That I'm not sure if they're, they're unlucky things or if they were Bri- like just Brianna things. But you, you're not supposed to put your shoes on the table. I think that maybe that's Italian. Italian I think that's thing. just like a – every no one should do that. But it's like unlucky, not just like oh. common courtesy. And then um, – I don't know if this is unlucky or it's just Brianna, but – don't have your, your car seats reclined. Keep them upright. Ever? I think it's just a Brianna thing. <laughs> Ever? But also, what is reclined? Because some people drive, like, you fit your seat to the way you would like to drive. Well, I mean, like, really far back or, like, really far forward. Like, if you have one of those, like, a two-door that, like, you're, you need to move the front seat forward and, like. But what if I get somewhere early and have to hang out in my car and don't want people to see that I'm hanging out in my car, so I recline my seat all the way back and lay it out? Well, you're currently in – it's in use. I don't think it counts while you're using it. Oh. I don't know. Maybe take this one out. Okay. Ow, Leia. (laughs) She wants cookies that are under my feet, and so she bit my ankle. I want it too. I'll bite your other ankle. (laughs) Wow, everyone wants 13 cookies. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, this is probably why you're so afraid of people touching your ankles and just why I eat them. <laughs> no, no, no. It's snakes on the plane. I know. Snakes um on the plane. Well, yeah. So I think that's it from us. Mm-hmm. Just say happy thoughts. Oh, that's opposite. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Watch Halloween movies. Oh, that's a great option for today. Mm-hmm. And write us any stories that you have yeah and carve some pumpkins and submit them to us for our car- uh, pumpkin carving contest oh yeah we have that on instagram yeah. we mostly just are doing it because we want inspiration for our own pumpkins <laughs> yeah and it's just fun to look at more halloween festive things oh yeah um yeah so uh follow us on twitter instagram and facebook join our facebook group and Email us at two girls one ghost podcast at gmail.com. On iTunes, if you have iTunes, you can subscribe. And if you like our podcast, please give us a rating and write us a review. Only a good one, or Sabrina will haunt you. Mm-hmm. And it's Friday the 13th, so you don't want any bad luck. So just do what we say. Yep. Okay. okay. Happy Friday the 13th, everyone. We will we'll see, see you on the other, on the side. other side. <laughs>